Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. We hope you enjoy our episode. Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming, I am your Game Master Ryan. We are back uh, with some more of that 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, but not with our regular players. I am joined once again by Joanne. Hello! Shanine. Hi! And Ashley. Hello! And we are going to do some more of that all Aarakocra goodness um, like we did last time. So they have, all three of the characters are Aarakocra. They are slightly different variants of Aarakocra that I made expressly for this story because I wanted every character to be able to fly just to see what kind of weirdness you could get into if that was a thing. So last time they played, uh, they faced a large group of flying goblins and a real not nice dragon lady who was totally a dragon and totally gave the goblins the ability to fly and not someone else she promises um and then they learned some new things about a fire genasi or Jinjai, who had come into the area and built her a tower and promised her land and all sorts of things if she would use the goblins to cause chaos uh, but they convinced her to stop and took away the goblins wings uh, from a couple of them and now they have gone back to the capital of the region, which is, uh, the capital is called Agalalon. And you guys last time worked with a gentleman named Verlioth, and he has called for the three of you again. Uh, well, uh, good to see all three of you again. Welcome. I have another request to make of you, if possible. We have spoken with your dragon friend, interesting lady. And she tells us of the fire genasi, fire genjai, who has been through the region and built her tower. We would like to know more of this gentleman and what his purpose is in causing us problems, frankly. Um, her majesty, and he kind of makes a motion, and a woman flies onto the platform. And you have all seen her before. She is the uh, one of the rulers of the region. She is... Uh, he refers... Uh, this is... I'm sure, as you know, uh, this is Her Highness Lady Aerilis. Uh, and she... Welcome, the three of you. Uh, I require your assistance if possible. Is she a peacock? Ye loosely, yes. Okay. I lady. don't know how the parts of her crown float like that, but... Dope. <laughs> right. Invisible wire at the back. Yes. Don't ruin the, sh the, the, right. the charade. <laughs> it's magic. I promise. Um, Levitation and all yes. that. I wish to know more of the Jinjai who has come to our region and what his purpose is building all these towers and causing all of these issues. If you would be willing to search him out. Um, I'll bow and say, my lady, I'll do uh, what I can. Your help is greatly appreciated. Um, we know not his location, though... There are some merchants who are also Jinjai who are in the capital today. If possible, you could seek them out uh, and ask them questions. Perhaps they would know where to find him. Or if you have other sources, I know uh, Rourke is it, I believe uh, Rourke has served in our military. Perhaps she has her own sources. She could uh, aggressively grill for information or something, maybe. <laughs> Passive-aggressively. It's mm -hmm. fine. I'm not sure what it was, but it was very entertaining. 
I, as as you say, I am here for it. Right. <laughs> yes. So here for it. Hundred percent. As long as she's okay with it, that is that is the important part. To be fair. Um, yes. <laughs> you have to be. You have to do it again. Um, look, I'm about <laughs> it, but <laughs> we're, we're no, no pressure. So you guys know that in the area there is a rather large market that local merchants use a lot. Uh, but other other merchants for other regions have to come up this incredibly large mountain and this incredibly treacherous trail because they can't fly and still want to bring goods to the market. So their prices are often higher and they are often they don't come off they don't come regularly and they don't come in very large groups when they do come because it is a, a very complicated and difficult journey for them to get to most of the higher terraces in the region. But that market is opening today and is sort of on the other side of the terrace you are on. What would the three of you like to do next? I uh, needed to go to market, so uh, I guess we should go. Wink, wink. (laughs) I would say we definitely should go, and I would like to do an investigation once we're there. Okay. Uh, if you would like to roll investigation, absolutely. All right. Uh, and that goes for the any of the three any of the three of you, or if you have something else you would rather roll, that is also fine. Okay, roll twice. Uh oh. Can go with the first one. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily traditional, but alright. I hit the button twice. Close and enough. I'm like, no. <laughs> Close enough. That works. Alright, let's see what you rolled. Okay, fifteen's still quite good. Uh, is are you the only one rolling? I only got an eight, so. Okay, and Joanna, you can. Do you want to roll? Um, no, I don't think I'm going to roll right now. Okay. Two uh, <laughs> so, Ashley, um, what are you? Okay, what are you looking for specifically? I am wondering if any of these genji that are coming from other regions are a potential threat. Even though we don't know much about them, and we don't necessarily know if they're in cahoots with this person who's in our region, okay. I just want to be tactful and make sure that our investigation proves that these people, we can ask them questions and not be perceived as a threat, and they don't perceive us as one. Just want to be safe. Okay, sure, absolutely. Um, so as the three of you take your leave and as you get to the market, uh, you notice a couple of things. Uh, so you see several stalls, and the, the market's rather large. It covers probably half uh, of the square of this terrace, and there are a lot of different carts and wagons and, like, sort of big canopies set up. And you do know the area, traditionally, where the different Jinjai merchants would come. You see a variety of different kinds of, of Jinjai or Genasi. There are some of the air Genasi, the... Uh, earth the water and a few of the fire you do specifically see three fire uh jinjai who have tents set up um two of them look like merchants one of them very specifically does not look like a merchant ashley um she looks like a fighter Uh a very well armed uh very well armored fighter but she just appears to kind of be hanging out near the tents like she's supposed to be Uh, but she is heavily keeping an eye on everyone that is coming in and out of the area 
Uh, and she hasn't noticed the three of you yet. You guys have kind of blended in with the rest of the uh, Aarakocra that are coming through the market right now. Somebody wasn't... Uh, somebody do something. <laughs> I think you're going to say someone with Intimidate. I mean, that's an option. I was I was thinking, and then I was like, well, no, we probably shouldn't just go in Intimidating. That is technically an option. I mean, it is, but... Definitely a possibility, but do we want that? <laughs> oh. You could also do something like Persuasion, or uh, one of the other less aggressive, we'll say, <laughs> um, charisma-based roles. Deception is technically also an option. Well, I the suppose. reason I was going to say someone else do it was because I realized I didn't have my stat sheet up yet. <laughs> so I was like, I Fair can't roll anything if I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Anyways. Um, I guess, okay. Let me roll perception. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like to see uh, like her demeanor is she on okay. edge? Is she feeling comfortable? Okay, if that's yeah. what you're looking for, actually, what's your bonus to insight? Is it the same as your perception? Yeah, yes. it's the same. Okay, then let's do insight instead of perception. Oh, um, okay. Perception's more for, like, perception and investigation are more for seeing what's around you. I think uh, gotcha. insight's more for, like, reading people. Gotcha, okay. So let's do, we'll do, we'll do insight. Um, she is definitely on guard. But she is very, she looks defensive and it, it doesn't, there's nothing aggressive about her stance in terms of towards the populace in general. But she herself is like. She has a very forward, very keep it moving, keeping an eye on people. She's looking for shoplifters, you think? Oh, okay. Well, mood. Okay, cool. You think she's probably this, like, the security for this particular caravan. She just happens to be, like, really aggressively well-armored. Nice. Um, and, and what are they selling again? Or supposed to be selling? Um, so they sell a variety of things. A lot of it is spices. Uh, they do sell some exotic um, cloths and dyes. Uh, from their re from the the region of VR, which is sort of the other side of the plane from you guys. Uh, and hey. like I said, the exotic spices and when when I say it takes them like it's a it's a very significant journey for them to come here. It takes weeks, one direction, for them to not the band. We only listen to Ed Sheeran on this podcast. Um, <laughs> That's right. That's right. Only listen to Ed Sheeran here. Keep uh, it pure. Yes. Uh, no, they, uh, like, one, just one way of the trip would take probably three weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. And so they're, they're very defensive, very particular. They will run through a lot of regions that aren't necessarily friendly. And so they, ha you think they've packed muscle because it's necessary, unfortunately. I mean, they've, yeah. They probably had, you, it's, you think at some point, uh, they look, the, the other two of them look at very at ease with her mm -hmm. there. Like, at some point, maybe they didn't spend enough money on security. And now they've learned the lesson the hard way. Mm, okay. And she is definitely an upgrade from what they're used to. 
Okay, so I've never, so I wouldn't be too familiar with their wares, right? So if I went over and was like, wow, this is beautiful. I've never seen this before. Not in that tone of voice, because that sounds very sarcastic, but you know, yeah, like yeah. That, it wouldn't, it wouldn't seem strange, right? A lot of what they have wouldn't, would be there, but they only come once or twice a year. Oh, okay. And so like, like a specific set of spices might not be available one of the two trips or Okay. Or something like that, just because of, of growing seasons and, and that kind of thing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'd like to go and um, kind of make my presence known, look around, admire the nice fabrics or whatever they have, smell the spices while everyone else kind of decides what they'd like to do. <laughs> she sizes you up, but when she realizes you're not a child or... Something, something, street rat, something, something, Aladdin joke. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't seen that in years. I didn't really have much to go on. But when she's what? she's fairly curtain, she kind of just like, you're no longer the focus. Okay, cool. Have you seen, this is going to be a really specific reference, the episode, because I think it's only in one, of the Fairly Odd Parents, where the rich kids have a bouncer. <laughs> and he says that he repeatedly says you want the you want that I should explain the chart because there's like a oh. chart that explains who can get, come into the party and who can't and Timmy can't. Yes, so <laughs> that's like a super specific cut, but that line has never left my head. He's just like this giant man with sunglasses and earpiece. Like you want that I should explain the chart. I don't. That's that's basically the vibe you get from her. Like when she realizes you're fine, she moves on. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm good for That it. was a super odd, sorry, that was a deep cut, but that was, I think I've seen that episode like twice. That one moment has never left. I, I That's one show I've never really watched. Uh, it's fine yeah. sometimes. I mean, it's not because I, I was, I mean, I would probably prefer that over Spongebob. I just never got into it. I never got into either. It was always Danny Phantom if I had to pick like something of that like era. Okay, fair. <laughs> But I know that reference you made. That was one of the few episodes I did see. It's like, I think, okay, so I'm, I found a clip on YouTube. He also does it when they try and get on the school bus. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a thing. That's, fan um, that's fantastic. Because Timmy spends like half the series in love with one of the preppy girls. Oh. I don't remember her name. They have encounters from time to time. That's and the fantastic. And the chart must be explained. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of help them feel comfortable with me in case I need to start questioning them, but I don't want them to think that right now. That's what uh, I'm doing. So the one that's next to her, uh, oh, uh, hello, welcome. Um, what are you interested in this fine day? Uh, well, I'm spices. I would like to. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah. uh, let me see. Uh, yes, we have Leftaran Chill. Um. Ooh, uh, one I have never brought here before. And he points at sort of a, a greenish, like almost greenish-blue powder. This uh, comes specifically from a very specific edge of a mountain in our region uh, next to a volcano. And is already oh, harvested okay. once every 37 years. That's very specific. It is, oh. yes. Uh, okay, so what 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 does it what is it known for? I would only region? ever put it on... And he describes, like, a very common sandwich. 
but okay. like 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 peanut butter or something. Ham and like, American cheese. Yes, but I would only ever put it on exactly that, and only oh. on Thursdays. It, only it, on Thursdays. The spice changes as the week goes on, and it's terrible six days a week. Does the sun have to be in a particular spot? Yes, uh, <laughs> roughly. I would say around one or one thirty in the afternoon would be best. Oh, that's perfect. That's my that's when it really just opens up. Oh, ooh, okay, all right. Um, I'll I'll look at it curiously. Okay. Uh... Um. So he sells it by the ounce, and his smallest pouch is three ounces, and that would be three gold. Sure. I mean, I love sandwiches on Thursdays. Excellent. Yes, uh, you seem like that uh, would be the perfect spice for your sandwiches. I would, I would definitely recommend it. Okay. And all he, right. he hands you this little. It's like, it's like it's a pouch that holds like just over three ounces, and it's a little. It's almost made of like. It has movement to it. Like it's not a. It's not stiff. It's yeah. It's not like a hard pouch, but it, it yeah. has some movement to it. But it, it has this like very odd. Little greenish blue spice in it, uh, but it is Tuesday, and so it smells a little weird. Okay, so, so now I'm have to trust my life if, choices. Yeah, you're just gonna have to trust that if it sits for another two days, it's fine. Okay. Uh, does the does this particular mm, spice happen to have another use that is not as common? Unfortunately, no. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, That's cool. I have known other people to try it on other things, even on Thursday. Uh, but it doesn't mix well with anything else other than ham. Ham, okay. For some reason. See, now you're really speaking my language. As long as ham is fine, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to peek back, and then I'll ask um, about fabric. Do you oh, yes. Um, he points you to one of the... He points you down to the furthest tent. Uh, oh, uh, welcome. Yes. Um, what are you looking for today? Uh, I'm interested in your your fabrics. What what did you bring this time? Uh, what color are you looking for and texture, ma'am? Something that you think would suit me. Hmm. Well, hmm. How do you feel about blue? Blue is an excellent color. How do you feel about very specific shades of blue, like in the sky? Will it camouflage me? Because that might be a little strange. Oh. I had not thought about that. Hmm. I think you'll be fine, but that's very interesting. That's a it's an interesting possibility. Hmm. I mean, uh, I would not say no if it did. That that like you said, that'd be interesting. He points out a specific uh, role on one side of the cart. Uh, yes, this is this is we we get the dye for this fabric from a very specific spice that is only harvested from the side of a mountain. In our region. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yes, it's it's very rare. It's only available once every forty-seven years. Forty-seven years. Forty-seven years. Yes, ma'am. Wow. The the sun really aligned for you guys. The stars. It really, the, the color looks sun. best around one thirty in the afternoon. It, it, just as you mentioned, the sun. Yes. I'm so amused right now. Uh, <laughs> okay, wonderful. Um, uh, on Thursdays only, or can I wear it every day? Uh, I would not wear it on Saturdays. Not oh, I'm Saturdays. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm mixing my fabrics. I would only wear it on Saturdays. Only Saturdays. That's oh. the purple. I apologize, I'm mixing my fabrics. I would only wear it on Saturdays. Okay. 
right. Is there a specific way that I should fashion this? Oh, pattern? no, ma'am. Uh, that is absolutely up to, up to you. We, we oh. wish the customer to have as many choices as possible. Uh, may on, I feel the pattern? Uh, yes, of course. Does uh, it feel different on Saturdays? No. Every day no, of week? Uh, the, the texture remains uh, consistent except on Sundays. Except on, on except Sundays. Sundays. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but since you mostly wear it on Saturday, it's fine. Right. I mean, it's not going to matter. No, it's no, of course not. Of course not. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's kind of like a, th it's like the, I don't know what the texture is called because I don't know fabrics. Um, it's like the backside of a throw pillow. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I'm feeling it and I'm kind of giving him a glance. And um, I'll ask, so how was your trip with all of these delicate wares oh. that grow only every 37 and 47 years? Yes, 37. Very interesting. Um, no, uh, much better now that we've hired more security. Uh, dreadful little creatures all over the plain between here and, and our home. But uh, she is, yes, has been, been quite helpful. She seems quite intimidating. Uh -huh. Yes, you are... Uh, you are correct. She is worth the price. Uh, she's somewhat reasonable in her price as well, which is, is appreciated. It seems like a, a, a nice girl, but, uh, ooh, yes. She, we ran into some, uh, what were those things she called? What did she call them? Trolls, I believe, once. Oh. Three or four of them. On this trip? Yes. It's most, most amazing. Oh, oh wow. I'm, well, I'm glad she was there to keep you safe. This fabric really does feel fantastic. Question for you, ma'am. Mm. Have you seen any other Jinjai in this region recently? You know, it's funny that you ask. I have not seen any Jinjai, but I have heard that there's one in the region. He looks relieved, and then not. Like he mm. looks, he he looks relieved. He's like, wait, um, but not here. Like in the city. No, oh, I good. don't think he's hmm. Are you awaiting for his presence? No, 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 no. Um, hmm. One of our kind left left the region, and we, we were told we might find him here. Um, but it appears he may have moved on. Or perhaps he's just just not near this particular city. One never knows. This is the only terrace we actually come to. Your market is the only one large enough to, to really sustain the cost of the trip for us. Shanine uh, or Ashley? Is there anything you would like to do in the market? Kind of what I am wondering, since we have this dialogue going with a lovely Jinchai merchant friend, uh, and he talked about this this other fellow Jinchai that had left the region, I'm wondering if we could perhaps persuade them to share more information about this person to see if they fit the description of the person that we're investigating. You may absolutely roll persuasion for that. Okay, or or one of the check. others, if you prefer. 100%. So we have persuasion. I don't think I have anything Okay. that would work other than that. Intimidation and deception would also be options, but if you would rather do persuasion, that is just fine. Which one of the three do you want to talk to? I want to talk to our friend that sold us the cloth. Okay, the one Ami is talking to. I might just in and Say, pardon the interruption, sir. I overheard the conversation you were having with my traveling companion, and you mentioned oh. something that was incredibly interesting to me. Not the blue fabric. Oh, you had asked my traveling companion 
if you if we had seen any other Jinjai in the area. And yes. you mentioned that there was one in particular that you were concerned about, one had left your area years ago, and you were curious if we had come across them. Yes. Hmm. Why? It piques our in it piques our interest because we have interest of a Jinjai in the area who's been traveling around and we have heard some not so good things about them. So would you be willing to share more information about this this fellow Jinjai that left the area 10, 20 years ago? And why did they leave? Do you know? We do. He is a uh, he's family. Uh, very distant cousin. He was forced out of our region by the leaders. He is a builder, as it were. Uh, I believe the term he uses is artificer. He he constructs things, and he's he's excellent at it. Uh, but his methods are unusual, and he's a part of the, what what really pushed him out. To be honest, he is a part of a group. Of, of other artificers, not all uh, Jinjai by any means. I'm not even sure how many of them there are. Uh, they call themselves the Order of the Diamonds Quest. Uh, they have been around for for some decades now, I believe, and uh, they, they believe very aggressively in building where they please. It became something of a problem in our region when he would just... These towers would just appear seemingly within a day or two. Things that would take months, if not a year or more to build, would just appear in, in the matter of a few days. It's, it's... And no one and no one has any idea how these buildings came to fruition so quickly? No. It was as if some sort of magic? Perhaps. Um, it, it is certainly not something uh, an artificer is regularly trained or skilled to do, I, I would not think. Construction often takes years uh, for major projects. It, it seems to take... He, he could put up a two- or three-story tower in, in a matter of, uh, of a day and a half. And what kind of building crew does he have to construct such towers? Is it just him? Do we know what kind of support he has? Even with a large group of people, you're absolutely right. I don't see how they would be able to construct, construct something so large in such a short amount of time. Just him and that little owl creature. Owl creature? This little clock, clockwork creature he he found at some point. I believe it comes from, from the Order. It's just hmm. him and his little clockwork owl friend. They leave into the hills for a day and a half, and then there's a tower. It began to become disruptive so because he was building them on land that did not belong to him. See, seizing others' land to build these things. What pray tell does he do with these towers? Were they just built and abandoned? Not abandoned. Or were they fortified? No. Mm. They, they, yes, they are fortified. They appear to hold some significance to his his order. Okay. I, I have heard they could, they have sprung up in other regions as well. I don't believe those were his doing though. They seem to build them and then leave them standing, but. They are. They are. They defend themselves. The towers do. In without some cases, any I believe, uh, often without troops. Sometimes he employs locals to to garrison them. But sometimes the tower seems to not necessarily fight for itself, but be 
trapped in some sense, I suppose. I see. It was most unusual. But we have not seen him in, in as you said, probably 15 or 20 years. Uh, Joanne, did you have more questions about the only sun, or only only Saturday cloth, excuse me, not the only Sunday cloth? <laughs> um, it's a different color. Uh, no, I'm I'm really enamored with them, with wondering why. Why would it only work on Sundays? And I'm uh, listening to Lenara's questions and kind of like raising an eyebrow. Hmm. Um, but I don't have any questions at the moment. Okay. Um, Janine, would you like to do anything while you're here? I think as a soldier, I'd like to try and talk to their bodyguard. Okay. And see if he has, she has any like tactical information, professional to professional. Okay. Okay. I dig it. I like it. Yes. Um, she has taken notice of you. It's sort of, like you said, professional to professional courtesy, so to speak, I suppose. Hello there. Hello. Um, kind of get, like, walk closer to her, but kind of keep my attention around us to kind okay. of show that I'm not trying to distract her from her job. Okay, sure. What, uh, what interests you and your friends in our caravan? Um, as the professional that you are, I'm sure you have overheard their conversation about the other Janassi that is potentially in our area. She, she smiles. I would never, ever overhear the client's conversations. That is absolutely not something. She just kind of nods. Not something I do at all, ever. Uh, would, that would be completely unprofessional. Of course, of That's course. Absolutely not. However, do you have information on a Janassi that was cast out and potentially in this area now? I do not know him, but I have heard the stories. She, she motions you aside. Professional to another. On our way here, several days from here, I believe I saw the owl he was talking about. I thought it best not to bring it up. I, I had heard them speak of him on the trip over. I knew it would only cause problems. And since the owl kept its distance, I, I didn't say anything. But uh, I, I have seen the creature. Beautifully constructed. Little uh, brass owl-like creature. Flying um, two or three days from here, I believe. Near one of your other, uh, she kind of looks around the, the platform, uh, I believe you call it a terrace. It's uh, on one of the other terraces. Uh, yes. It may be a completely different creature, I suppose, but I do believe it has some connection to that. Indeed, not, not a creature that would be popular. But certainly very uncommon and uh, very rare, I would think. And expensive. Clockwork creatures of that type are are most uncommon and most difficult to construct, I would think. Yes, I would think. Could you make a recommendation where I could get my spear uh, refitted here in town? You know of a, a, of a quality forge smith. Oh, yes, of course. 
Excellent, excellent. I need to get it reworked and sharpened before we leave. Uh, I assume you just kind of you kind of give her directions to your preferred uh, weapon maker in in town. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, most appreciated. Uh, okay. So, what do you guys want to do now? You have some semblance of information and a loose direction. All three of you make perception checks for me. Thirteen. Okay. So, Ashley, you have a nineteen. Joanne has a twenty. And Janine, you said thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, in the distance, you see three. And I'll let you guys make nature checks or, or something similar to, to figure out what they are. But you see three flying balls of fire, essentially. Oh, that's exciting. Approaching the market. And they don't literally necessarily look like they're aggressively coming after something. They almost look like they're scouting, which is a weird thing for elemental creatures to do on their own. Anybody can make me arcana, history, or nature checks. Or survival. Uh, let's do survival. Let's okay. let's just make sure that <laughs> we get as much help as possible. Okay, that was not much. That was not. That's not nothing. <laughs> the seven. That was Ashley, so helpful. Ashley has a nineteen. Okay. Yes, girl. Shanine. Got a nine for survival. Okay, Ashley, what did you roll? You said Arcana, Nature. Let's do Nature. Let's see. D twenty. That's a twenty. Hey, that's, that's a, a roll. That's a twenty-one. Okay, go. you're very familiar with these. Um, so there are kind of creatures called elementals. They are made essentially of, well, an element: um, fire, water, air. <laughs> elementals. These are a very particular kind. You have you've never seen, but you have heard of. They are called fire spout elementals. Uh, they're fire elementals, but they are kind of like tornadic in shape, like they can fly. Oh no. Um, and three of them are flying towards the platform. So if you guys will, roll initiative. That doesn't initiative. sound like a problem at all. No, not at all. Uh, and the Genasi, the, the, the bodyguard looks at you. Uh, look, she looks at Rourke. Right. Um, left one's mine. Uh, you three take care of the other two. And she just like does a backflip. And like climbs a ladder you hadn't seen, and like hops up on the platform and like taunts the one on the left to make it come fight her. <laughs> so you guys don't need to worry about that one. You only need to worry about the other two. I nod in appreciation. I like it. So initiative from the three of you, please. I have eleven. So Joanne's got an eleven. Ashley's got an eight. And Janine, what did you have? Five. Okay. <laughs> We're fine. Everything's fine. They have a uh, nine. Okay, well, that's not first. That's not nothing. Um, okay, so Joanne, you have two two new friends. I love friends. <laughs> and and they they totally are not gonna be rude or mean or anything. I promise. They're Absolutely totally just not. here for lunch. Of course. Of course. Okay. But it's so, not Thursday and you have no ham. So, <sighs> problem. I can't offer them a smimmage. Okay. I'm going to wave. <laughs> okay. Fair. And um, while I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. Da, 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 da. Would you like to delay your action? Yes. Until they So, I'm going to wave and figure out what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, it's their turns. 
because uh, they go at the same time. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Okay. Um, Ashley does mm -hmm. a 16 hit your AC. Armor class 14. Okay, so that is enough to hit you. Um, so it has defeated your armor class. Let me find the list. Where's the list? Yeah. Yeah, there it is. And it will deal you some fire damage. Seven. Burn. And the other one will try and hit Johan. Uh, try and hit Ami. But Ooh. why, friend? Why? Okay. No, no ham. <laughs> Fifteen. Uh, no. Okay. Um. So now it is technically Ashley's turn, unless Joanne has decided she would like to go now. Um. How badly hurt is Ashley? She has taken seven damage. You're not in too much trouble. Seeing as they are fire, okay. Um, and I don't like too much heat on my feathers. It's uncomfortable. Fair. I'm going to create water. Okay. Is that a thing I can do? Yes. Now let okay. me let me look it up because that's not. So I think tr traditionally create because I think that's create food. Is and water. it's like for drinking water, right? I'm thinking I just want to splash them. I don't want to, like, drench them because I don't okay, want them no, to and, die. Okay, and that will do some amount of damage to them. You can create right. like, 10 gallons of clean water in I want them container. to sizzle. Okay, so it's not... you can make it fall like rain in a 30-foot cube within range of you. Right. That is an excellent example of what I'm wanting. Okay, I, I dig it. Um... Like a Olaf, you know, snow flurry, but water. Okay, and over, over. over top of both of them. Right. Okay. Workable. Every I five mean, feet, the elemental. Hopefully, they don't gallon. get more angry. But you know, <laughs> how many gallons did I say that was? You said ten. Okay, we're fine. That's a <laughs> lot of water. So it's they a have slow drizzle. It it's it's a, it's a not insubstantial amount, and it will actually deal them a not insignificant amount of damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So how do I roll this? Uh, don't... You you don't. It's a it's a very specific oh, amount, like per oh, okay. gallon of water. So it's just happening. It's now. it's a part of their their stat block. Like they take damage from water based on like each gallon of water. Oh, I'm sorry, little element. Okay, so I'm gonna say like five gallons each because it's raining over both of them. Right. Um. So you deal damage to both of them. Okay. Dope. Sorry, okay, not that was sorry. Cool, actually, <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Okay. Um. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to say, please don't burn my nice fabrics. I just bought it. <laughs> Fair. Um, Ashley, what would you like to do? It's your turn. Get out of their path. They're going to burn me again. Okay, so would you like Stay to... Stay in the water. I mean, yes. If, if you... <laughs> they would, in theory, do, I suppose, less damage if you are in the same rainstorm they're now in. Sure, why not? We'll go with it. That sounds fine. It's probably workable. A drizzle storm. <laughs> Drizzles. I don't. I don't know if I'm able to control that or not. Um, not. I'm gonna say you basically like. Or is it just like a downpour? It just kind it is, of falls so very quickly. <laughs> a nice okay. rain. Nice steady rain. Okay. But I will. So I will say, gonna... if you want to move away from them, they are somewhat distracted right now. 
Oh, yeah. So what I would like to do is use some acrobatics and get myself safely out of that area by, like, doing some swooping, like, to get, like, over here, away, away. Okay. Especially from the one that burned me. So let me do a... Make an acrobatics check. Yes, yes. Okay, so you kind of swoop out of his way. Maybe it's more like right here. Uh, I'm good with... I think you're right around there. You 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 get to move a couple squares. Okay. You kind of tumble and do a flip, do a barrel roll. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com. Email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter Grant and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day.